हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट 14 वर्कर्स एंड पीस एंड मूवमेंट इन इंडिया इन रिसेंट इयर्स देयर हैज बीन एन अनॉमरस इंक्रीज इन द स्टडीज ऑन सोशल मूवमेंट्स इन इंडिया द ग्रोथ ऑफ इंटरेस्ट इज लार्जली अ रिजल्ट ऑफ द इंक्रीजिंग नंबर ऑफ मूवमेंट्स surfacing in the post colonial india the movement are commonly and broadly classified as new movements such as environmental movements or old movements such as peasant or the working class movements so far as approaches are concerned these studies either follow the marxian or non marxian frameworks the studies focus on the nature of the grievances that throw up the movements the support base of the movements the strategy the leaders of the movements adopt and the response of the authorities to the movements and related issues in this unit we shall briefly analyze two of the social movement the peasant movements and the working class movements in the country now let us move to the point working class movements in india in this section of the unit we focus on the working class movement in the country according to the labor historians the span of working class activities in india is divided into four distinct phases the first phase spans from 1850 to 1890 the second phase from 1890 to 1918 the third phase from 1980 to 1947 and finally the post independence period a treatment of the working class movement will follow a brief discussion of some of the essential aspects of the class in colonial and post colonial india we shall however restrict our discussion to the industrial working class in india since it is this class which to a large extent is organized whereas workers engaged in the unorganized sector largely remain out of the fold of the organized working class activity Now let us move to the next point emergence and some aspects of the early and contemporary working class in India The modern Indian working class arose in consequence to the development and growth of factory industries in India from the second half of the 19th century It is however about the turn of the 20th century it took the shape of working class an adjective estimate of the total population of working class is difficult 
to arrive at. But N. M. Joshi on the basis of the 1931 census calculated the laboring class at 50 million out of which roughly 10 percent were working in the organized industry. So far as the major industries are concerned, the cotton textile industry in 1914 employed 2.6 lakh workers, the jute industry employed 2 lakh workers in 1912, the railways employed around 6 lakh workers. The numbers swell further and on the eve of the World War II in which about 2 million were employed in manufacturing industry, 1.5 million in railways and 1.2 million in the British owned plantations. The number increased significantly after independence and this was largely due to the expansion of the modern manufacturing industries in various sectors and also because of the growth of the public sector utilities, corporations and government offices. According to the 1981 census, the total number of workers in the modern manufacturing industries alone in India numbered around 2.5 million. In 1993, the average daily employment in factories was 8.95 million. In the mines it was 7.79 lakhs and in the plantation it was 10.84 lakhs. Apart from this a large workforce was employed in the plantations, mining, construction, utilities, transportation etc. In recent years, owing to a number of reasons, the rate in increase in employment has gone down and this had affected the employment potential and the condition of the working class proper. A few interesting observations on the nature of the early and post independent working class may be made. Firstly, so far as the early working class is concerned, it was divided into organized and unorganized sections and this distinction lies even today. Secondly, there was an insufficient class demarcation between a working class and a peasant labor. Labor historians have found that for a given period of time in a year, workers migrated to his village and worked as a peasant. Thirdly, the working class in the early years and to some extent even today is divided between class, caste, language, community, etc. Fourthly, today there is a distinction between the workers employed in the private sector and the public sector and within these sectors there are several categories like the workers in the MNCs and the domestic companies etc. Generally the workers employed in the public sector 
enjoy a better working condition than those who are employed in the private sector. Now let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.